Well, if you're watching this on Christmas Day, I'd like to wish you a very happy Christmas. And if not, maybe a blessed 2022. I'd like to wish you that. And I'm sure there is much blessing ahead for us in that year. So I'm going to be reading from Luke's Gospel, and I'm going to be taking the account from where Joseph and the heavily pregnant Mary return to the hometown of Nazareth for a census. And we take up Luke's account from chapter 2, verse 6 to 16. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see the thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. I wonder, have you ever found something difficult to put into words? Perhaps it was holding your child for the first time. Maybe it was passing your driving test, or a surprise birthday, or anniversary party, or seeing your child's happy face on Christmas Day. Some experiences are hard to express in words, aren't they? I was uh, recently invited as a guest to the recent Celtic Football Cup final in Glasgow, surprisingly. It was a great occasion, I have to say. It was a first of all, it was a, a champagne reception at Celtic Park with a very nice meal. And then we were taken by coach to the Hampden Park Stadium, where the match was being held. We had great seats at the stadium, among all the Celtic supporters. I have to say there was a fantastic atmosphere. There was lots of singing, as you can imagine. There were pyrotechnics, but <laughs> the opposing team scored first. Silence from the Celtic end. Some experiences are difficult to put into words, aren't they? However, within a minute, the Celtic striker advanced and the seated Celtic crowd stood up in anticipation. I also stood up, he scored. Now I wonder, did I turn to my son who was sitting next to me and say, well, that was a great goal, wasn't it? No. In order to express the inexpressible, I jumped up, I roared with approval. <laughs> words can sometimes be inadequate. However, they are still very important. Of all the languages in the world, the top three are as follows. Spanish has 93,000 words. Russian has 150,000. And English comes top with over 171,000 words. You'd think with that amount of words, we could express ourselves easily. But I'm going to choose one of them in a moment to try to express the inexpressible to do with this story which I've read. In this account of Christ's birth, heaven 
breaks into earth. The baby Jesus is heaven sent, conceived by the Holy Spirit. Heaven breaks into earth. An angel appears announcing the good news. Heaven breaks into earth. Then a great company of the heavenly host rock the place in song. What, angels with six wings? Mighty angels whose appearance is like lightning? What language were they singing in? Well, it was a great company anyway. Heaven breaks into earth. How do you express in words the inexpressible? I want to simply choose one word to focus on. And the word is shepherd. Why did the angel appear to shepherds? Was it because God deliberately chose people who were bottom of the social pile? Was it because a shepherd's testimony was not accepted in a court of law at that time and God wanted faith in him to be more important? Well, those things may be true, but I also wonder if it was because God often refers to himself as a shepherd. We see it time and again in the Old Testament where God is referred to as the shepherd of his people. King David famously wrote, the Lord is my shepherd. And of course, Jesus calls himself the good shepherd. Why were the shepherds watching over their flocks at night? Well, to stop robbers and predators, to protect the sheep. That was part of the job of a shepherd. Here is another role the shepherd has that the prophet Isaiah writes about when referring to God as a shepherd. He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. He tends, he gathers, he carries, he gently leads. Jesus the great shepherd of the sheep, of you and me. Jesus, the creator God, comes as a vulnerable baby, born into a very ordinary family, laid in a manger from which animals usually ate. Think about it. The one who spoke countless galaxies into being, the Andromeda galaxy, the Milky Way, the Sombrero galaxy, the Pinwheel galaxy, light years from Earth with millions of stars within them. And he names every star. <laughs> and he himself is called the morning star, the star that heralds a new dawn, a new beginning. What power is his? The one who designed the ostrich and the rhino, the orangutan and the blue whale. The one who made night and day and placed our moon in exactly the right spot to affect the tides. What creative genius is his? He comes as this vulnerable little baby. The giver and sustainer of life becomes dependent on those he has given life to. As a man, he's vulnerable as he carries his cross to Golgotha, the place of execution. Beaten to within an inch, within an inch of his life, spat upon, reviled to the end. How do we express the inexpressible? That's why I chose one word, shepherd. Jesus is the great shepherd who gives his life for the sheep. 
The shepherd leads his flock <clears throat> to a good place, a safe place, a secure place. His sheep recognize his voice and follow him. Who are you following? On this Christmas day, as we remember the birth of Christ, let's also remember why he came, to rescue us from our sin and bring us close into his family. How do you express the inexpressible? The Lord is my shepherd, not just for funerals, that word, but for life. The Lord is my shepherd. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He leads me and I follow. On this Christmas day, who are you following?